Welcome to the I-80 Club After Dark Saturday Night Post, Nebraska, Illinois. Yes, the mood is down. Uh, it's a bit somber. Uh, I, I am, I am, I am emotionally, I am emotionally sobering up is, is how I'll describe it. But we'll get into that later in the show. Um, one thing I do want to mention right now is, uh, if you're, if you're listening to the podcast right now, you missed this one live because we opened it up to the public. So for those Sad. of you listening live, if you're not regular members, welcome to the I-80 club. This is what it is. It's a, uh, it's discord. It's interactive. It's a combination of a. Uh, radio station slash podcast service slash message board slash uh, sports bar is is what I would call it. Um, and we do, you know, we, we've gotten to know a lot of the people you're seeing in here are regulars. Uh, we we talk to them every week through the chat rooms, through the through the live shows that we do. And we record these live shows like we're doing right now. Then we put them out on podcast. If you're a member, you can attend, so to speak, the live show via Discord uh, you can also get access to it via podcast immediately. Any show that we do that we that we do a podcast of, uh, you can get it immediately or within minutes after it's over. Otherwise, there's a few of them that we put out, but we put them out on a delayed basis. Um, and so, if you want to be a member, cost you three bucks or five bucks a month. Uh, go to uh, Patreon.com/slash/i80club. Five bucks just gets you. Um, if you do the VIP, you'll get some of the rooms that we have have a limited amount of numbers that we can put in there. Um, and so you get first dibs on those. Uh, you will get uh, the ability to start your own uh, private rooms in here if you if you care to do that. Um, and uh, and it just helps us out uh, and allows us really to to do the time. Uh, or excuse me to to kind of justify the time and do some of the little expenses that go along with doing this. So uh, not really making tons of money, uh, but we are enjoying it and we're thankful that those of you who have become a part of it and are enjoying it. And if you have any, you know, in the chat, uh, if you ever have any questions, especially today um, in that public stage chat room, feel free to ask them. Our members will probably answer them during it. If you can ask them if it sucks or it's worth it, they can tell you. Ah. I mean, I'll leave it to them. I think most of, I, I legit think Josh, most of them will say it's worth it. Um, because they've stayed and they're still doing it, but I think they will. But I'd be interested in kind of seeing what what uh, you know what they would say about the whole experience. But anyway, I think that's all I got for the the the, the sales spiel there, Josh. Unless there's anything else I need to add to that. No, Patreon.com/slash/IDClub. I just dropped a link in the uh, in the uh, chat. If you would like to uh, join us, we would love to have you. Like Jack said, it's only three or five dollars. We're not trying to become millionaires, though. If it you know happens by happenstance, very cool. Why it's mainly just to help us. Yeah be able to just do this you know we do it three times a week we do it yeah we're basically doing like three plus hours a week uh so if if you want to join in awesome if not we totally understand that too but uh we definitely hope that tonight was going to be more of a happier jovial excitement party thing and then nebraska had to go and ruin all that so that sucks i know this was gonna be (sighs) uh i was gonna i had a bottle of champagne i was gonna drink while we did it now i don't even feel Mm -hmm. like even having a beer or anything i just feel like hammering all the pizza i can find and uh yeah. it's it's just what a freaking downer again yep. josh yeah. again yep. another and i and, and again i picked him to lose the game i said this was going to be the hardest of the home games left you know I, I i really you know i came in really frankly expecting them to lose but yet the actual experience of it is always worse 
than the way that you imagine it. It always is. Here I was on this morning show telling you, Josh. I and know. You, you, uh, and you, credit to you, okay? Credit to you because you were right. But here was me this morning saying, you know, I don't think if they lose, the floor will be that low emotionally for me. Like there's a high floor emotionally for how bad a loss can be. Yeah, at about 5.30 this afternoon, I could not have disagreed with my own statement more than that. I was I was so frustrated. I was so angry again. And every loss does this now. Every loss, and, and especially when there is a chance before the game, and I imagine like this would be one of those wins that we've been waiting for, that we haven't mm-hmm. gotten. When I allow that thought to enter my mind, Mm-hmm. Um, and then it doesn't happen. It each time it's worse than the time before for me personally, and, mm-hmm. I, I, and I'm just I am so damn desperate, Josh, for a, a night of celebration, like to yeah. the to the point that I tried to make it happen, sort of with Indiana and Rutgers, and did and enjoyed that. But my goodness, I am desperate to have a big victory against anyone. Yeah. A ranked team, a rival, something that gets them into a bowl game. Damn it, anything, anything that is gonna. And we'll we'll, do, we'll we'll get into the X's and O's, what went wrong, and all of that so far. But just let me express my freaking frustration that I don't feel like I'm asking for that much. I'm asking for one night of celebration every five to seven years would be nice, and it feels like I will never get it. Ever, ever, ever. And, and, I, think and, and hit on a, I think you hit on a couple things there that uh, I am thinking of a few hours later now. And that one is, of course, the, you know, the game starting and going in a direction, even after a bad start, you know, uh, yeah. let's mention that. They, they start off, they give up a touchdown, a 50-ish yard touchdown play pretty much right away. And you're like, oh, wow, well, uh, I guess it's going to be one of those days. And then they fight back. And they fight back, and they eventually take the lead, and they take the lead on what was one of the most hilariously slow touchdowns that I've seen from <laughs> Travis Vokalek. It looked like he was on a treadmill. Dude, like he, a- looked, he, he looked so sore. He looked like me at the end of a marathon. Like, all right, you're really tired <laughs> right. right now. It was, it was and, the weirdest gait that he had. Yes. He was, is yeah, he injured? Yeah. What's happening? And, yeah, exactly. And so he scores, and Nebraska, what do they do? They get a stop. Yeah. And they have the ball. And Ramir Johnson is wide open, and he drops it, and then an injury happens on a play where an interception happens. And in that moment, I mean, I said it to Bishop on Twitter. One of the things that always sucks is when there is a big-time play in a game, um, and and you notice it as it happens when it goes against your team, or I guess if you're just watching the game, it goes against your team, and you're like, ah, shit. That one is going to come back to haunt us. Mm-hmm. And that one, I think we all collectively thought that's one that they are really going to regret missing. And sure enough, they do. But then to to exasperate it with the Casey Thompson injury, and it happens on an interception. Mm-hmm. Um, I said it to you when we like hopped on and we were just getting everything set up a few minutes ago. Slow death march. I mean, after that, yeah. and especially after, like, the next two full drives that the offense had, one with Logan Smothers at the end of the half, and then they had the kneel down, and then one with Casey uh, or a Chubba Purdy in the second half. In that moment, I'm just like, can we start the postgame show now? Yeah. I want to get this over with because it was so obvious that Nebraska was not going to win in that moment. Even when they got the turnover after the fumble 
the insane fumble by Illinois. It's like, all right, well, are they going to do anything with it? And of course, the answer was no. It just, it's just one of those soul crushing games because throughout much of the the final thirty minutes, it just was like, okay, uncle, 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 we're not going to win. We're not going to win. I mean, that's how it, it seemed right. like it felt in the stands. That, I mean, when you're behind and you don't have an, you literally don't have an offense. Uh, it, any any small um, deficit that you've incurred is it, it looks like a mountain. And so you feel, you know, by the scoreboard, you're in it. Like one time I said to my son, I was at a, at the game and I was like, I was like, geez, I can't believe they're only down by 11 right now. Like I, I had in my mind that it was like 27 and they were down by 11 mm-hmm. at that point. But it felt yeah. like 27. Um, yeah. It's God. Yeah, you're right. You're exactly right, too. They were making like the defense was was like that Gifford sack. Like, when does that happen? Dude, uh, I know. I mean, that was like, oh my gosh! I was like, th- that was a moment. And I was like, okay, something feels different today, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when I started getting myself believing, and I started to go down that path in my head of what this is going to feel like. And and sure enough, the minute I freaking do that, Ramirez drops that ball, and everything goes straight to hell from that moment because he yeah. catches that ball, right? He catches that ball and maybe goes another 10 yards from where he caught it, Josh. Who knows? Who I mean, and, and, you know, if Casey Thompson doesn't get get hurt, you know, whatever. But Yeah, the butterfly effect of that's pretty crazy because it was that drive, right? Like two plays later that Casey threw the pick and got hurt at the same time. Is that right? Was it the same one? I, I think it was. Remember. So at the very least, you know, like, it, it, I mean, I know, butterfly effect and everything. Nebraska still had lots of issues in this game, but it, it just – I, I told Ravi this a lot tonight. I, I wanted to live in a world where that pass was completed just to see what happened next. Like, I, one of my keys that I had on the show yesterday and then I had with you this morning was, what happens if they have to make DeVito throw? And, and look, he ended up only having two completions. He had a great day. But he never had to throw. And in if, if Nebraska goes up by seven or if they go up by ten or whatever it was, well, I guess, they were, yeah, they would have been up by, by six or ten, like, I just I wonder what would have happened in that moment. I still think they probably lose because Illinois was the better football team, but man, it just sucks that they didn't really get they didn't get that one extra opportunity where they could have made Illinois sweat just a little. Because after that, Illinois didn't sweat at all. Yeah, yep, yeah. You're 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 they didn't exactly sweat at all. Right. And I, uh, and that's the that is the that's the crux of this whole thing too. I mean, because in the minutes, you know, and, and I heard some of your show, but not a lot of it. But I saw Twitter and. And everybody was rightfully incredibly down on the team for that performance. But again, the crazy thing is, and I'm not trying to take solace or try and sell anyone on anything, but like the crazy thing is, they they could have and should have been in that. Illinois wasn't. I mean, it, like I said from the beginning, Josh, the Big Ten West is not. None of those teams are that good. Okay, Illinois Illinois might be the best of them, but that is an absolutely beatable team even by this Nebraska team. And mm-hmm. that's what's so frustrating. There absolutely yeah. should have been a scenario out there where they go in there and they win that game, given how Illinois played in that game. And it, it and it, that's, God, it's just every freaking game. It is unbelievable. The, call it what you want, ground, Groundhog Day, like never-ending spiral, every freaking thing. Get a do, different coach. Get a different set of players. Get whatever it is it's always the same thing and it was again it felt so familiar again today and you know what josh it just it it is hard and this is not a reasonable thing to say but it makes me and it's stupid it's stupid mom is saying anyway 
it makes me say, you know what, we can talk, and we will talk, I'm sure, about what to do about the coaching thing, but it feels yeah. like it doesn't even matter. Like, it just feels to me like it doesn't matter what you do. Right, because it's just we're getting back into curse territory. See now, yeah, thing. I was gonna say that's like total black pilled nihilism, you know. And, and like, look, there's a part of me, I think, a large part of me, that it kind of is the same way. That no matter what they do, it's not really going to matter. Now, I mean, we can always say that I think in our deepest, darkest moments. Um, but it's a program that's really struggled, and and so I know what you mean. I I. I Speaking of the coaching stuff, I did want to hit on this real fast because Matt mentioned it. He says, Josh, you predicted a win today. You think it's more than likely than not. Mickey is hired as permanent head coach. I'm sure you're hearing things that make you think that. Editor's note, I definitely am. So I'm not just saying that, you know, I'm not talking out of my ass when I say that type of stuff. He adds, if that's going to happen and it's locked in, it should happen ASAP because the rest of the season is only going to make it look like a worse decision week by week. I think it's a great point. And I, I, for the record, I, I agree. If they're going to do that, I think that you have to probably announce it somewhat soon for the record i've talked to somebody um you know that i trust and he has said something similar like i think it's going to be him and i think that they need to announce it because then he can recruit and and he can be the full-time guy um but that it's suddenly gotten into this very scary territory of there it's going to be hard to find wins now especially right jack without without casey thompson and i mean who knows well yeah Maybe if casey's be, out that changes everything Jack, yeah. if Casey's out, they're not going to win any more games. Probably not. Yeah. No, so, I don't think. Like, I, I, that's not. Is, yeah, that's not over the top. That's not right. hyperbole. And so if if it's going to be Mickey, I mean, you're staring down the barrel at a three and nine season, maybe like four and eight at best. And so yeah, it, it suddenly has become what was a really fun. Jack, twelve hours ago, we had such a fun conversation, and twelve hours later, it we you know it has aged terribly. Yep. And you just wonder. You know, you can't look, you can't make decisions based off of one game. That would be really stupid to do. But we're not talking about one game. We're talking about five games now and four more to go for Mickey Joseph. And I don't know what that looks like, but I don't think it's going to look good. Yeah. And 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 the way that this one went, and, and, and God, I get so annoyed when things don't go well and people just do the whole kitchen sink of what's wrong. Everything's wrong. Everything's a disaster. Everything's a mess. No, it's it's I mean, honestly, that devalues what's really going wrong to continue to say this. You know, I like like I heard I heard and saw people saying, oh, Nebraska just got physically dominated. That's not that's not wasn't what the problem was. OK, I know we love we love thinking that teams are physically dominating Nebraska. Nebraska isn't doing what they need to be physical. Like I'm kind of with Mark Whipple on using that word. But nonetheless, that's not at all what happened. I get it. We went in saying, well, Illinois is going to run the ball and stop the run against Nebraska. Illinois did what they always do in the running game, which is be somewhat efficient, not particularly efficient, right? Run, run, uh, what's his bucket for 30 times at four and a half yards a carry, bust one 20 yarder. Otherwise, we got a bunch of two yarders, a bunch of three yarders. Like they weren't, it was, they didn't lose that game because they were getting pushed around and physically dominated by Illinois. That wasn't it. They lost the game because the offensive play calling, the execution, the inability to avoid turnovers on offense uh, was, was putrid. I mean, that's, that is by far a bigger issue in this game, uh, in the scheming and the coaching and all of it. 
than some sort of perceived they were bigger and tougher and stronger and more committed to running the ball than us. That wasn't it today. And so I'm trying to cut that off of the knees right away because I know people are going to, they just love going to that card without even thinking mm-hmm. about it. What do you think about that? I, I'm not, I mean, I haven't even talked to you. Or I didn't hear, hear your show much. No, no, you're good. Um, I, I think for the most part, I agree. I mean, there were moments where it just, I mean, like when Nebraska tried to run the ball most of the time, I thought that they didn't have the physicality. I don't agree with Whipple, just given in general, like in this conference, you do have to be a physical football team to win. But I just today, hate that word so much. I, hate I know, that I know. Word. And yeah, it's and I don't know what it means. Buzzword, God, identity. I, hate it. I think that it's word. a, you know, when you see it type proposition. I get just it. Say so good I'm blocking. You, I mean, say good blocking and good yeah, tackling. And I, get I, get, I get it. I get it. I, I think. Um, I think the defensive line held up better, way better than I would have expected them to. If you would have told me today, and I guess let me – I just closed it, but let me pull up the box score for this the, one. I mean, Nebraska yeah. had about the same yards per ca- – Illinois just ran it a lot more than Nebraska. Yeah, I mean, look, what did – hey, dude, what did Chase Brown do? Kind of what we talked about this morning. 32 carries, 149 yards, 4.7 yards per tote, yep. 21 yards is a long. Like, yep. that was exactly what we said, Yep. you know, and – and and they ended up not even getting to 200. Nebraska held them to 3.9 yards per carry. Um, but you're right. Like, the reason Nebraska lost today was not the defense. It was because the offense was horrible. And, the, and, I mean, look, a big part of that was Thompson getting hurt. But Thompson Tom, – I, I like Thompson's toughness. And, and there are times where uh, – I, I mean, he makes some big-time throws. Dude, it's not just like one mistake a game. He has two mistakes a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And today, like, I saw Schaefer say after the the second interception, like, I don't remember what it was exactly, but something like, can he just take a sack? Can he just go down? You know, and that in that moment, I wish sometimes he would just, you know what? I'm I'm there's nothing good that can come from this. Just go to the ground. And he doesn't do that. And sometimes it works. He made some plays before that and it worked. But the offense is it's a problem, and if he's going to be out the rest of the year, and for the record, I've known for in, inside info. I've not, I haven't even asked anybody about it. But just given what Mickey said after the game, I don't know if you saw it, Jack, but he mentioned like he couldn't like feel his fingers or something. Yeah, you and, could. T- I had a great view of it when he came off the bench. He just kept like trying to make a fist yeah. with his right hand. Yeah, and then and and he just held the thing really weird, the whole arm really weird, like sort of locked up but straight, but. Yeah, it made a whole lot of sense what what Mickey said, and I don't know, like I I don't know enough about injuries to try and identify what that is, uh, whether yeah. that could be something he could recover from or not. I I, I just I don't know. Um, yeah, but yeah, you're, Miyagi you're, Wax Off says, does Mickey want Whipple as his OC? I would be no. blown away no. if he would want make if he'd want Whipple. I, I like, would be blown away. I feel like no Whipple way. isn't. I mean, given the health issues and everything, Dude, yeah. Like I this wonder if he's it. ready to just call it. You know, he, yes. at some point, yes, he is. He he's is ready. I, I feel like he's not ready to start. Feel very comfortable to say that. Yeah, I, I, I doubt that. Um, and especially if things don't go well. No, but what you said about Casey is exact. And first of all, by the way, they have to have him to win at this point. Mm-hmm. So any critique that I've got, but yeah, you're yep. right. There's with with the good is always still comes some bad with him, um, and and just some tough some throws, holding it too long sometimes, and and like you said, not taking this, you know taking the sack although i don't know if he ever even saw that guy on the play that he got injured um but yes oh, and just some some decision making too some weird times where it's like man just run it you could just run it at this point or um or even you know keeping it on some of the zone read stuff or what whatever that they're doing 
So yeah, that's that's absolutely true. But you know the 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 real foible in this game is just complete. I mean, to have your backup quarterbacks look that wildly unprepared and unfit to take the field, dude, um, is is rough. And you can blame. It's a bad look. It's a it, bad it, look, I man. Mean, it shouldn't. You know. You know what? It, what I was thinking of, Josh, afterwards, and I was like, you know, because feeling a little sorry for myself because and Nebraska fans because Casey Thompson goes down um, and and saying, well, you know, your quarterback, starting quarterback goes down. You can expect there to be a huge drop-off. But you remember what happened when Illinois beat Nebraska last year? Peters got – was it Peters? Absolutely got decked at the beginning of that game, and they brought in Art Sikowski, their backup. Yes. And he just rolled. You remember that? I do. Isn't that weird? Like, yes. The exact opposite happened. Good old Art Sitkowski, who was God, on the bench totally as the backup about now. That, man. Yeah. He's on, he's on, well, it was like 16 for 16 or something. It was ridiculous. I, I'm guessing. Kansas I'm guessing, State. Stu Maggi, great point. See, Kansas State. That dude looks say. better than Adrian Martinez. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, I was it, just going to say that it, it, you know, because that and that was one of the things in the postgame that, that was a little frustrating for me was when. You know, Mickey referenced that when he talked about backups and, and, you know, there's a drop off for a reason or whatever it was. And I'm, I'm doing a bad job at paraphrasing. But look, Kansas State just won 48 nothing against TCU. You know, backup quarterbacks come in and play in college football all the time and they're successful. And so they, they have done, for whatever reason, you know, Josh has just, just smothered, smothers even get enough reps to look, you know, unprepared. Uh, I don't know. You know that, I don't, I don't That's know how true. that the reps work out, but. No, both, did both he of those the game. guys, dude. What he's saying is, did he even play enough to to have an opinion on? Oh that? yeah, I mean, look, I think, plays. I think, yeah, I think Logan, I think he has his deficiencies. And and when they made the decision in the second half to go with Chubb, I thought that okay, that's that's the the smart move because I thought in theory he's a better passer. But I mean, when you watch it play out, he doesn't really look like that like, good of a passer. His throwing motion was very strange. Yeah, um, it was not what I was expecting over the course of multiple drives. I don't know if the guy you think is your best shot at, at running at quarterback looks like that. You've got a major deficiency on your team. The backup yeah. has got it. I mean, the backups had to play every year, Josh, for I mean, how many yeah. years in a row? Dude, yes. How many we years have, in a row? Jack, it, it was John put together this like list of things before the season. And we asked, I think we asked you, we asked all of our regulars and John and I participated. And I think the question was, how many games will Casey Thompson start this year? And I think I said like nine or 10 because it's like clockwork, man. You can expect, you can expect one of the backups to have to start at least a game. It's happened almost like you go back in time, go all the way back to like 2007. And I think it's almost every year, every year, but maybe one or two. And look, this is me going in the past again, like I always do. Um, But you know, it's, it's been a pretty consistent theme uh, around here. Yeah. Now whose fault is that? I mean, (laughs) I mean, you can go back. It's certainly, I get, you know, I guess certainly having not having the right personnel there or having a miss on Purdy maybe during the Scott Frost recruiting, bringing him in. I mean, I yes, yeah, Scott. Sky is great. Uh, writes uh, and Sky, thank you for uh, joining us tonight in the uh, the free feed. He says, "Remember the talk in preseason about Chuba challenging for the starting job? Pretty funny in hindsight." Yeah. Uh, Chuba was a Frost guy. Frost wanted Chuba to start, and I I heard that from multiple sources Jeez. throughout. Throughout the summer, and like, no, look, not to dance on his grave too much, but it's a, it's a really tough look. It's a really tough look. Um, and and that they brought him in 
and he he ain't it, you know. He didn't like Casey that much. He he wanted Chubba over him, but Casey, look, Casey has his efficiencies too, but you know, I think he's a much better player. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that to me was the 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 big there were tons of issues. But when you when you have when you don't have a functional offense because you don't have a quarterback, then nothing else even matters after that. Mm-hmm. You can nitpick after that. You can you can nitpick on coaching and play calling and a whole lot of things that probably deserve to be nitpicked. But far and away, that's the number. That is the biggest, uh, uh, you know, the problem. That is the biggest thing stopping you from winning that game at that point mm-hmm. is the mm-hmm. sheer inability to operate an offense, which is what that was. Look, I mean, it, I, look at the drive charts for that game. Right, punt, interception, fumble. I think punt, they had two first punt, downs in the second half, Jack. Two. How many total two. yards did they have after Thompson even got hurt? It, they even have John had the yards? stat. It's like 40 yards or something. It's, they, it's stupid say, how bad it was. I bet they didn't have 50 yards. Jack, they, they, they couldn't even pick up like accidental first downs, you know, like yeah. where the everything breaks down and you so, and you run for 12 yards. Right. You know? Right. They couldn't even do that. Um, And, oh God, it's and, – and, and so for anyone to act like uh, the problem was the defense not stopping the run is insane. And, and it goes down to this too, Josh – Every, I, I, I feel like I've been saying this every game. I feel like I said this after the Purdue game where I said, why are people complaining about the offense? The offense was was doing great. They were scoring every time they got the ball. It was the defense that was the problem. And this is the thing. It's been like alternating since Mickey got here, other than the Oklahoma game, uh, since Mickey took the team over. Either the offense performs or the defense performs um, enough to well enough to win the game, I would say. Uh, but the other one never does. They never do it the most, both at the same time. It feels like, um, yeah. And, and and against Rutgers, the offense almost didn't perform well enough to win the game. <laughs> they barely did. Defense played yeah. really well. Okay, against Purdue, you know the offense put up the numbers to to win the game. Defense couldn't get a stop. Two weeks later, yeah. after a bye week, it's the exact opposite. And again, you got an injury intervening in there. Um, but it's so frustrating that you can't, you just can't ever get that consistency on both sides of the ball. Um, for 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 this game, so God, and then you know I don't, and, and you can go to other things too. Like I think it is a fair question to still say, man, but it feels like you could. I think this often gets overused because I think people said against Purdue and it was stupid to say then, but at this point when Anthony Grant was still getting you know four and a half, he was getting the same same sort of yards per carry that Illinois was, but you just didn't you didn't use it a ton. You passed a lot of times when it felt like you probably didn't need to, um, and just getting more creative with that with that running game with Grant, it felt like might have been something else that would have helped the offense earlier in the game at least. Eventually yeah, and, and yeah, yeah, and, and I'm I'm with uh, Eric. Got to say, Grant looked like he also may have regressed a bit. I look the one criticism that he caught from people early in the season was he moved around way too much for for yards where he just wouldn't take the yards and jack i kid you not man i had one of those old guy moments at the station today when i'm watching him run and you know the play i'm talking about and he suddenly starts he's a yard away from a first and he starts cutting and i yell and i'm just like go forward and i felt like i felt like watching a game with my grandpa where he's just like, could you stop dancing around in the backfield and just go forward? But he does that. He, I mean, he literally missed out on a first down because of it. Nebraska didn't get a first down, and they had to punt. Mm-hmm. And that, 
I mean, that stuff, it, it's it's really infuriating, you know, and you can't do you can't do that in a game like this. Look, they I don't think they were going to win because they couldn't they, they weren't going to be able to consistently put enough drives together. But when you can't even do that on one drive, right. but you can't have one drive end up going your way. You know, he was nice out of the backfield when he caught the balls. He caught a few balls. He looked good out of the backfield, but he just he has deficiencies. And I'm with right. who was it? Josh says AJ greater than Grant. Yeah, AJ Allen. That injury is a big one this year, and it sucks because he was a much more natural runner, and uh, plus he was fun to watch. I yeah. miss watching him play football. I agree with every with your critiques on Grant, but still, Josh, he was twelve for sixty one. He averaged he averaged five plus yards per carry. Yeah, he had a better yeah, he, he had a be- better average than Brown did, uh, or a better average than yeah than Brown did in that game. I mean, like in. So, yeah, you're right. He certainly wasn't perfect, but, man, he's still getting 5.1 per carry at this point. That's the thing is, like, people have this perception that Nebraska just couldn't run the ball and couldn't stop the run. Um, and you hear it all the time. That is not what happened in this game. It, it, it isn't. At the end, yes. At the end, when you had a different quarterback and you were down two possessions again and you were trying to pass, the running game wasn't particularly effective. The offense went to absolute hell in every sense, it running, passing, everything at that point. But while Casey was in, while even the, the entire first half, for that matter, um, in some of the second half, you, you had those things working. Uh, Josh, there were times in the first half, multiple times, where I said, oh, my gosh, this offensive line is playing as good as I've seen them all year play at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were holes in the running game. There was ridiculous amount of time for Casey Thompson. There was one play, and I know they weren't sent in the house by any means. There was one time where Casey Thompson had so much freaking time to pass it, uh, and he ended up throwing it out of bounds because it was basically the coverage was too – he was going to have all day, but there was, everyone was covered for about 10 seconds, and he just bombed it out of bounds. But he got all day from the offensive line on that. There were multiple times I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's why that's why one this run. one is, it's so it's it's a strange one because you know it has the game had its moments, but man, when I mean when especially when the backup quarterbacks were in, it was just every everything changed and every it just became so predictable. And it's not even like they were teeing off on Nebraska. It's just like all right, just we'll put everything in front of them, and they couldn't pick up first downs. Like I said, they had two first downs in the second half. Uh, Stu Manji, let me find it real fast. He had the stat just a moment ago. And this was from John. So, uh, Nebraska, this is after the drop. Nebraska ran 25 plays for 35 yards, Jack. 35 yards across 25 plays. No points, obviously. Crazy. Uh, In the same span. That is far and away the number one. Sorry, sorry, That is far and away the number one critique of this team. It's not like – and you know the crazy thing? Let me read Illinois stats again. 47 plays, 225 yards. 4.8 4.8 yards per play. It's not like gangbusters. Like, Nebraska's defense did enough. No, they weren't they, even... But, but like, Illinois scored 20 points. Like, the perception, too, is probably that the Illinois just kept converting third downs. They were, like, fifty under 50% on third downs, too. Dude, Nebraska kept getting the ball back yes. down by a score and then like, down by two scores. Yes. They kept getting the ball back. Yeah, they were... Well, frankly, Illinois... Again, I do not think that... Man, I hate to come out. This sounds like such sour grapes. To say mm, out of it, but man, do it. I know there were some people that want to come out of this and say that identity, that tough power running game that Bielema. I was unimpressed with that team. I'm sorry, I well, was unimpressed with but Illinois. Jack, look at it this way: 
And, and Robbie ran through some of their recruiting numbers. Like, this is not a talented football team. Oh, That's God. the impressive part, is they're winning with, with spare parts and, and, and glue and duct tape. That's the impressive part about Illinois. Don't, don't view them through the lens of, this is the monolith, this is the ultimate goal. No, it's, this is year two, and they've, and they've scrapped their way to seven wins. Like, yeah. that's the impressive part about Illinois. Not I guess that there's so. some, you know, completed piece. Oh, yeah, yeah but, but I mean... It, but I also run in certain circles. Like, I entertain discussions about football and, and, and you know, that I want to have, and there are some people that I'm like, I don't want to talk about it with you because you're not making any sense. So I guess I would put anybody, Jack, who tries to tell you that that's what they want Nebraska to be, this exact version of Illinois, I would say, no, you want this to be uh, a pit stop on the way to something more. But what they're doing is very impressive, but it's impressive because of what they have, not because of what they're ultimately going to be in five years. And, and you know what the other thing – now, here was my biggest frustration with the defense – it was not with the way they defended the run. Um, you know, there, there were the moment, but, uh, but by and large, I would, I, I was, you know, okay. Um, wasn't overly overjoyed by the run defense, but it was the way that, God, and Iowa's done this, and and Bielema, Wisconsin's done this. The way that they find these wildly high percentage passes off play action and bootleg and 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 all of these passes that just look indefensible um oh so many times and devito what did he what was uh danny's son he was like the 13 for his first 13 right or something like that yeah it was he was he was definitely into the double digits in terms of all that none of them were tough passes Jack, he was 20 of 22. Yes, none of them. Okay, and I know Riss is in here. You know, the, some of the game plan, in a way, reminded me of what the Eagles will do with Jalen Hurts. And I'm not saying that to make it sound like DeVito is, is like, super mobile and stuff, but they give him short passes, and it works. And it's, like, impressive to see. They schemed they schemed DeVito into a ton of easy throws, easy, yeah. safe throws that also, Jack, gave his receivers room to run. And yep. it's, like, so damn impressive. When you can do that, when you can set it up, whereas look at look at some of the throws that they had Chubba making in the second half. It was very obvious, very quickly, that he could not make some of those throws. And, like, he made a stupid decision throwing across his body like he did, but there were throws where I'm like, why are you ha- – he is not Casey. He cannot just drop back and chuck the ball deep. Like, what are you doing right now? And you know, it's funny. Whipple reminds me in a way of some of the – the parts about Nebraska football that I have hated over the last 20 years, and that is stubbornness. And there, there, there have been these coaches that I think are too smart for their own good, and they are stubborn. And we saw that again with Nebraska's offense in the, in the second half. And look, maybe no matter what they did, they could have tried to run it all the time. That wouldn't have worked. They could have tried to throw it all the time. That wasn't going to work. But it just some of the stuff that they were doing with Chubba, in, and then it resulted in that just god awful interception. It was just, I'm just like, what, yeah. what are we, can we get over this game? I don't want to watch it anymore. Yeah. And I guess credit their coaching as well. The the defense. I sort of poked fun at this whole idea that if you wanted to stop Trey Palmer, you could. I guess you can. Um, and yeah. did you see how they did it though? Um, I don't. I, I don't With know how safety? good. Of a, yeah, their safety. Yeah, they talked like about a, it a little bit on the broadcast. Dumanji just pointed out they they there was one time Jack they specifically zoomed the camera out to say look at where the safety is. He looked like a damn punt returner. Mm hmm. <laughs> it looked like they, they were, were not playing of a around, man. Kick. It was crazy yeah. how far. And by the way, that's why the running game worked sometimes a little bit at the beginning of the game. That safety wasn't going to be able to get to to Anthony Grant till he was ten yards upfield. 
uh, to help yeah. in the run support. And so that was part of the reason they had some holes at the beginning of the game. But yeah. still, I'm just I'm still a little shocked, even with that, you know, whatever. Tip your cap. Nice coaching. Whatever you did to actually make that work. But Palmer should not have been shut out, basically, that entire game. Right? No. I mean, it, no. it, it comes down again to Illinois figuring out what what strengths its players do have, even though they're imperfect, they're not wildly talented, and figuring out how to play to them. Right? And Nebraska yep. still hasn't figured out, or wasn't able to figure out, how to do that. I guess they figured out how to do it against Purdue. Um, I'll give them credit there. But they weren't ever, ever able to figure that, whether whether Casey was in or not in this game. Yeah. So, yeah. The, the part of what Trey sucks because, you know, and, and look, I think you and I, we talked a lot the last two weeks, and I, I was definitely more of a doomsday person with him not being able to do that every every game. But I didn't think the floor was a yard. <laughs> I thought the floor was like 50. I didn't think it, the floor was today. And that is really disheartening. And look, I don't think he's going to have a game this bad anymore this year. But that's pretty disheartening that he could go from almost 300 yards from scrimmage one game. And two weeks later, he has a yard. Like well, that. that yeah. is super, super disheartening. Casey missed him um, yep. twice. Casey missed And I think twice. Chubba did too. And Chubba missed him once. Uh, all of those would have... Had they been good, really quality throws, uh, one of them probably would have been a touchdown, and then the other two I think that we're referencing would have been like 20, 25, 30-plus yard gains J- yeah. just with good throws um, because well, they, got, they got him. They, he was coming across the field, I think, in the one that Chubba was in, right? It was probably that first drive yeah, that Chubba was in. I think it, yeah, I think it was one of those kind of a those post really pattern. Drive. He had two yep. steps on the dude. Yeah. Casey he, yeah. had – I don't know if the Casey throw that was Casey had one throw that was just he had a guy and he just missed it. And it goes back to what you were saying, Josh, whether it's the Elante Brown throw against Purdue, there'll just be a couple that he yeah, he just he misses. misses badly. Um, yeah, there's just a few. In he there really does. He'll, he'll I mean, boomer bust, I think, is a good term for it, because sometimes he has great throws that you're like, wow, mm-hmm. Nebraska, Jack, there are throws he makes. And I think to myself, Nebraska's never had a quarterback like this. <laughs> yeah. they, that they've never had a quarterback that can make a good throw like this. And then he has other ones where I'm like, oh, hey, it's every quarterback I've watched for the last 15 years. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's mind-blowing. I want to ask this question balls. from – By the uh, way, the deep balls are the ones that – I mean, he's got some yeah, real touch on deep balls. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely money. I wanted to ask this question. I guess we've kind of hit on it, but it's, it's from one of the newbies, Husker Power 1235, and we appreciate Hello, him, uh, him or her or they stopping by tonight. Um – where does Nebraska go from here? And and I don't know if 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 Husker uh, Husker one two three five means in the short term in the long term. Um, I I looked at it as the short term, and I guess we could start there, Jack. I I am very concerned. Obviously, I think you are too. We we really 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 need to know what's up with Casey because it was his throwing arm, and it looked like he couldn't. I mean, Mickey mentioned he couldn't feel it. And uh, I, if if he's not back, I think that we're all going to be ready to fast forward, right? I don't, I don't, I feel very confident in saying I think we're all ready to fast forward to the end of the year and find out who the next coach is. And that's if that's what's plays. so just real quick, Josh. That's what's so frustrating yeah. is you thought maybe you finally thought you rescued and got away from a lost season, and this plunges yeah. you right back into another lost season. It does, man. And you know, Jack, I'm happy you said that because Robbie and I discussed it a little bit on on overreaction today. And that is, I, I started having those feelings again about 
second guessing Trev's. I mean, look, obviously, I wanted Frost to be fired last year. Blah blah blah. But I really second guessed that decision because this season became lost when you fired your head coach in mid September, and and we all kind of have talked ourselves out of that a little bit lately because the Big Ten West is so weird. And if Nebraska would have won today, they would have been in a tie for first. And it's like, wow, never mind. It's not a lost season. But now it's hard not to think they threw away this season maybe to, to make fans feel a little better about firing Frost now versus earlier. And, yeah. I, I mean, we had a couple questions like, do we need to look at Trev just a little bit harder? And, I, I mean, I think we do. We're, we're giving him a, a lot of rope and a, and a large benefit of the doubt. And when you take a step back and ask why, I mean, I don't really know what the answers are besides – you know, he's a, I don't know what, what are the, I don't know what the answers are, Jack. I don't. And so I'm, 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 I'm concerned. I really am. Yeah. I, yeah. In terms of, yes. In terms of just short term, the rest of the season, uh, I guess, I mean, if, if, if Casey is there, you, you, you know, you got to regroup, um, you gotta, like Mickey would say, I gotta go watch the film. You gotta figure out what went wrong. Um, and you gotta try and get, I mean, you gotta try and beat Minnesota basically. Right. If you go, if you turn around and you do that somehow, uh, which I'm not picking right now by any means, but if you do that, Josh, you you set it up where okay, well, if you can get if you could somehow you know come back beat Wisconsin, have a shot against Iowa, you, you know you're you're still looking at it. Now I understand how crazy that sounds after today, but you ask the question. I mean that's what you've got to focus yep. on. Now if if Casey's not playing, I you know, <laughs> I don't know who you go with. I don't know if you try and. Try and give Logan a try. I just don't even know that Whipple. I don't know how Whipple calls an offense for Smothers exactly. Just I don't either. I don't I mean, think he wants to. Yeah, I think yes. I think you're right. I think you're right. But if Purdy and and maybe it was a bad day for Purdy, you know, maybe yeah. it was just the worst of days for Purdy, and maybe a full week of practice where he knows he's going to play changes it for him a little bit to the point that he's at least serviceable and it's not physically impossible for the offense to gain yards. Um, because obviously if you've got that, every game's a lost cause going forward. You're, the defense isn't good enough to no. – the, the defense was serviceable today. The defense, I think, played good enough to win the game today, but they're not good enough to play – they're not good enough to Iowa to win this game. No, you know and Jack, I mean. you know, too, like I, I said this to Ravi today, and, and I'll say it to you, like I thought – a bull berth was only going to be had with a win today. And he pushed back a little bit because he, he thinks that this was the second toughest game remaining on the schedule yeah, uh, behind obviously Michigan. And I understand that. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's a valid point. Like in theory, I think they still have three easier games. Thus they can win momentum, three and make it right. Momentum man yeah. and mentality. And, and look, that was before taking into account an injury to the quarterback. Right. But that I, yeah, like getting off the mat again. You know, they've just lost two in a row. Now they got to turn around. The atmosphere, like, I mean, we haven't even mentioned this. You, you can talk about it in a moment, but I'm guessing the atmosphere next week is going to be a lot sleepier, mm -hmm. and so that'll be tough to rise up against Minnesota. And then they go, go to Michigan, and, like, let's say they lose next week, which I think they will. They lose to Michigan. Suddenly they've lost four in a row. And so all of the good vibes that were here yep. – not that long ago, I mean, they're gone. Mm. Hours later, they're gone, and that is is why, like, maybe suddenly the defense is is even a little bit worse, or the offense is even more inept. And and games that 
have been like today the scoreboard it really doesn't look that bad it doesn't look that bad but i mean that michigan game could be tough mm-hmm. obviously even and then by that point jack if they've lost four in a row and then they got to go play wisconsin like it, it just yeah. starts getting yes. really really bad then you start feeling really like other years like like Correct. like november always feels yeah, that's how those games, that's how Wisconsin and, and dare I say, even Iowa, with even their garbage-ass offense, they put up 33 or whatever points today on Northwestern. That's how those games turn into, you know, ones that you're just like, thank God it's, it's you know, Black Friday Eve or evening because now I get to focus on next season. You Josh, know, like that's, it's, it turns so it's fast. so frustrating. God, it's so frustrating. I'm pretty sure you and I had this conversation like, Oh my gosh! Finally, in November, with at least some I know to it, we did. And it's like in a period of three drives that went away. Yeah, yeah. It, God, it's frustrating. It is so frustrating. Um, and then, and then the longer term question is, you know, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I'm sure things are going to cool off at least on the on the fan enthusiasm side for a lot of people for Mickey for right or for wrong. I don't, you know, just the same way we said maybe Trev shouldn't be uh, making a decision on Mickey based on how he does in five games. You all, you really shouldn't be making a decision on him based on how he does in three quarters. But um, I just, I think the fan enthusiasm kind of for him, if that even matters, is going to take a significant hit this week. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll continue to each time that they lose. Like it's some, which is crazy, Josh, like, if this is this was the scenario you and I talked about a couple of weeks ago when you said that you were hearing that that you know uh, that you, enough to kind of think Mickey was the odds-on favorite to get the coach, and my response right away was, "How can you ever do that if they end up winning zero or one games the rest of the season?" And we're mm-hmm. staring that right in the eye right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and for the record, I haven't asked anybody. I you know I've been busy today, so I haven't talked to anybody. I haven't reached out to anybody. I'll see what I can will learn in in coming days and uh and weeks it'll be that that I think is a very real conversation. Um Josh is very adamant that it it was it's not going to be Mickey and that's a fine opinion to have but he's also in the opinion that it's never going to be Mickey. And and like look, I can, I'm I'm obviously not going to divulge who I talk to and and what I hear. But that is very I mean it's far from the truth, Josh. Like he is a legitimate candidate and to think otherwise, I you're just wrong right now. He, he might not get the job. I don't know, you know, but all right. You can say I, I, whoever I talk to has bad info. That's fine. I'm going to, I'm going to keep trusting this, these, these people. Where are you seeing because, this? Where are you seeing In the, uh, in the, in the show stage chat. Oh, in the, oh, in the, in the, oh, in, in the, the private in, yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, is yeah, is the, there stuff the, going the, on there? I've oh been, yeah. I've been on the public oh, one yeah. this whole time. Oh, yeah. oh I was, yeah. I was doing all the publics. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. All right. That's I, I just keep going back and forth. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That's totally fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, and we talked about it this morning, the way that, I mean, we, we got into it this morning. I'm not going to rehash the entire discussion, but even just the way that the university kind of is marketing him um, sort of lends itself toward, toward that mm-hmm. whole thing too. And that was when you were yeah. talking about the article, the Ross Dellinger article and stuff. Um, and yeah. What happens with yeah. That. And I mean, dude, you want to talk about something that suddenly is, age pretty terrible i mean like how i wonder how that article is painted now you know given that it was held for three days and and it's going to be coming off of a pretty bad loss Mm -hmm. yeah 
Um, I don't know. God, Josh. I mean, if they lose to Minnesota, like, if they lose to Minnesota, which they're going to be, I think no matter what, they're going to be the underdog in that game, probably at this point. Um, you're you're talking about a month straight without a win. You Four games in a row. Yeah. Four-game losing yeah. streak. Um, uh, by the way, Michigan is now held uh, Michigan State to minus one yards in the second half. If you're wondering about how Nebraska's offense might hold up against Michigan. Yeah. Minus one yards in the second half. Which Michigan State played pretty good in the first half. They had a lead for a while. They did, man. They got an early touchdown. They got an early touchdown. And, and you know, I wondered, like, oh, my gosh, is this going to be another one of those games? Nope. Mm-hmm. It has definitely not turned into one of those games. Yeah. Oh, this is such a freaking bummer. Man. Yeah, it is. I hope. And, and boy, goodness sakes. Hopefully the Casey things end up being minor. We find out at some point this week that he's okay to play, um, you, and and you, you find Trey Palmer again somehow uh, against Minnesota and get some breaks going your way. But man, wasn't that crazy too? That Illinois guy fumbled, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like he looked like he was gonna get a touchdown. That move that he made, dude. Yeah, he did. It was that was such a Nebraska turnover, and and it's like, oh my gosh. You know, and and they they have the ball in in plus territory, and to it's one thing like okay, you don't score a touchdown. It's one thing, you know, you only get a field goal. It's another to get you know turn it over on downs, but to just turn it over like they did, it was like okay, yes. well, and definitely not Nebraska their day. In position to make that uh, a one possession game at that point, because that was what mm. it was an eleven point game at that point, right? Yes, it was. Either, right. It was, was definitely 14? two scores. It was, was two scores. 14? Maybe it was fourteen. Yeah, it was either eleven or fourteen. And the other point, and then the point where I was sure things were different was the combo, the 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 Bielema with trying to run the trick play, which we've said how good he coached the offense to their strengths. That trick play was not to their strengths uh, and got absolutely destroyed. Then was going to try and kick the field goal, called a timeout before the field goal was made, then got the penalty on the next field goal, which Nebraska had a great like defensive line shift. That made that false start happen on the field goal, moving back, and they punt. When all that happened, I was like, okay, today feels different, mm-hmm. right? And I sold that yeah. to myself. And then that combined with a little bit later, uh, the 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 sack on that fourth down play, um, uh, or on that third down play uh, by, uh, what's his name, from Southeast. and uh, That was the play, that man, was, that I was really like, oh, yeah. wow. You know, and it was the next drive, right? The, it was the next drive that Ramir dropped the pass. Is it? Yeah. You know, was like, that the first? Because it just play? it yeah. seemed like they they they, they had the so I mean, much momentum after. Yeah, that. they like, responded. That dude, I, I can't get over how well fire. they responded to that. The early the early struggles, you know, that they were down because one of the things we talked about this morning was a fast start, and they didn't get one. They had the opposite of a fast start, and then they turned the ball over. You know, like nothing was going well early, and. And for them to kind of to, to stem the tide and then to take the lead and then to get a sack. And it's like, oh, holy shit, are they going to do this? Mm-hmm. And that, again, is why I, I just want to go and live in the world where Ramir catches it just to see what's next. Just to see if Nebraska can put more pressure on them uh, and, and go down and maybe score again. If they go down and score seven there or if Ramir takes that to the house, I mean, who knows? Like, yeah. I, people are going to kill me for this, but I – I'd be shocked if they didn't win that game. Uh, the Illinois offense was not dynamic enough for, I, I don't think, to 
get two and three possessions behind and come back and win that game. Um, now, who knows? Nebraska might have had a stupid turnover and, and changed all that. But outside of that, and, and it makes me think, Josh, you know how we were having this conversation about about DeVito and how he's set apart from these other Big Ten West quarterbacks because he just doesn't have interceptions like the mm-hmm. rest of them do. You can see why now. I was just going to say you can see why. You can see, and that is what separates what Illinois is doing from Minnesota's, Iowa's, and Wisconsin's of the world right now um, is because, again, he's not ever, he is not ever putting that quarterback in a bad position, it feels like. And, and he's, and not to take away from DeVito himself, but he just doesn't put him in a position where he makes, where he's got to make an interceptable pass, hardly ever. Um, yeah, easy and that's throws. how he's, and so you can see why, like I said, you can see why he's got to that point where he's, you know, what now, 12 touchdowns, two interceptions on the year. Yeah, yeah, easy throws. They roll him out. You know, he 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 made he short, made good plays. Short throws. Yeah, yeah, short passes. All short. They're over all and over and they over. were all short. <sighs> yeah, they really were. <sighs> just once, just one night of celebrating, huh? Hey, what you'll a, get it. Hey, one, someday, someday you'll get it. Someday. But again, here it is. Probably another year that you don't. I mean, uh, yeah. do you know how devastated? And then, Josh, and you know what I start to think then? Well, then you start with a new coach, okay? Yeah, yeah. Maybe Mickey, maybe somebody else. And then you Bill got your Brown. curve, right? You're starting over. You got to have your transition year, sure, right? Sure. And then you got to have your yep, damn yep. transition year where it's half the players from last year a few transfers and that's ugly and that doesn't work yep, too well. Yep. Right. And then a whole, then year two, that's gotta be it. Well, you stub your toe once in your toe at two at the beginning, and then the seat starts to get hot again. And it just feels, it feels like you are in a never ending cycle, no matter what happens, which yeah. is, it's a ridiculous thing to say, and that's, but that is a, how it feels to me as a fan. And that's why circling back to what we talked about earlier, it's, it's why it's hard not to do the nihilism. Like no matter what, it's not going to work. It's I understand why. I mean, hell I do it. You know, it's, it's so easy to get into that mindset, but Jack, but I'll be a positive boy. It's also easy to see how fast it can turn because 12 hours ago, you and I were on here saying like, Oh my gosh, this is going to be a great day. So, you know, everything turns so fast. Yeah. I know it's, but but it's just, man. I listen to call-in shows and stuff, and everybody's got it diagnosed. Except for mine what, today. They they know what the they they know. Uh, I heard a little of it, but uh, they know what the problem is, and and all these people are so sure they know the problem. The Nebraska, you know, address or people need to be fired, or somebody's just doing a terrible job, and it never. It, it, that's never really the answer, even though everyone's sure that it's the answer. It never is. It hasn't been. Nothing has been the answer. There is no answer. It doesn't exist. Eh, I don't believe it'll exist. Firing would have been the answer. I'll, I'll believe it when I see the answer. Right? I don't... I, I, I still... You know, that's why I was opposed to it then. Was that, oh, geez. Here we... Here we go. It was because of this belief. Which, again, certainly unreasonable. But it was just like, oh, God. You've got to go through another freaking rebuilding year. Another transition... God, I dread. I think that's part of the reason why I've got the you know the little Mickey Angel on my shoulder is because I am I fear a transition year with a brand new co- that whole process. Jack, they're having a transition year right now. No, but another God. I wish you were a pro sports fan. Like I guess you are. You're a Royals fan. I guess they're yeah. always in a transition year. I just 
They're getting like, a new manager next year. This happens in the year. NFL all the time, and it's just like, yeah, that's part of being a fan sometimes, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, yeah. No more. I mean, Rick. Jordan, Just transition me. like Urban's glasses. Ah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's funny. I need some That's of those transitions lenses. Not the sunglasses transitions ones. I think they also call the ones Walt. that are, have bifocals in them are transitions, too. I need those. I need the ones with bifocals built in. God, that's old guy move. No, Stumanji says, is. I don't understand this mentality, Jack. How could a transition fan be worse than the last four to five years? Yeah, these last four to five years has sucked ass, man. Everything's You know what it is? It's just, it, 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 it's extreme. Uh, it's just it's just believing in a curse and believing that nothing matters is what it is. That's yeah. what it is. I don't care. It's, it's whatever they find out whatever nothing doing, matters it's Eat gonna pizza. end up being terrible it will always end up being terrible and i was told many times well you just need to believe jack this is actually gonna this is gonna be it this is the time and i still haven't seen it i still haven't seen it nobody everybody thinks they've got the solution they think they've got detailed solutions they never do nobody does no well today the solutions were a lot of fullbacks fullbacks in oh, the option God. yeah i'm glad i didn't listen yeah. Oh, thanks. oh, they ran the option. They ran the option twice with Logan Smothers. Yeah. Yeah. One of them worked terribly. Yeah. He actually looked kind of good on that first carry. Yeah, he does. he's fast, man. He's I super mean, fast. It was one play, but he is. Like, like if you had a – there is a part of me – I mean, I think, honestly, Josh, if they have to go without Casey and if, you, if Whipple would be able to do it, I would say, screw it. We're going Logan. I mean, we're doing what we did in the Iowa game last year with the offense. Which kind of mm-hmm. worked. It worked until it didn't. Well, it worked until they didn't until they blocked a punt and yeah. Well, yeah, you know it was crazy and not to like talk about that game a whole lot. They were still up by like a score or two after the block punt. It's not that oh that game. It's so crazy how there are still those moments in the game where you're like, <laughs> oh, it's uncanny, Josh. The Ramir thing. Like just put it yeah. in a coffee table book. Of moments in games that shouldn't have been as big as they were, but you knew they were. That you knew that it mm-hmm. you were going to look back on it and say, they were just almost over the hump. They were just on the verge of getting to the peak of the mountain and start oh, going down the other side. How about side this from Josh? Ramir is the drop versus, or is the Spielman drop versus Ohio State? D- yeah. I mean, you could. When he, when we he could T-Rex probably, armed it? It'd be honestly, it'd be an interesting like article or something um, to go through and find that for all these, the, these oh crap moments where you just mm-hmm. you have a and we've been through enough of these that we can I think we can start to feel them the blocked punt versus Iowa right just just name it we we could go through and we could find it where another team it probably wouldn't kill but you know you need so much to go right just to get over that little hump that's right in front of you and when it doesn't happen it's and that's what was supposed to stop happening with Scott Frost. and again the injury factored into it so much today i don't think yeah. you can minimize how important that in, how 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 impactful that injury was on the way that this game went it doesn't excuse him for not having a backup ready but to me that's gigantic in this whole thing Oh, this is sad. depressing as hell. Yep. Hey, thanks to all the uh, newbies who who stopped yeah, by I tonight. Yeah, I hope you guys liked it. Um, this is what the Saturday night shows are like if they lose. But if they win, you know, it's 
Sometimes fun. Uh, maybe you saw this. I don't know if you saw this in the public chat, but Dave had a nice message. He said, if you're thinking about joining this thing, just do it. It's three or five bucks, which is like a soda and a slice of breakfast pizza at Casey's tomorrow morning. It's fun. Lots of good people on here. Good info. And none of the negativity of social media. Never joined anything like this before. I'm a total skeptic, and it's been a blast. So, oh, there thank you, go. you, Dave. Take it from from DW, aka Dave. Um, he uh, gave us a nice endorsement there for those who are wondering. That's very kind. Like. Yes, that is. Yeah, thank you. And uh, we're usually happier than this. And Josh's voice is usually stronger than this. It's yeah, yeah. Stronger. Normally, I can actually talk. And I promise you're going to want to join because. I mean, as you guys are all telling me, at some point, there's going to be some fun. I guess something is going to work. You guys well, are telling me. Uh, I shouldn't... Speaking of fun, Jack, are we we're doing a watch? Are we still going to do a watch party? Do we want to do, do we, a watch party uh, of a football game right now? Does that sound like a good idea? I don't know. We'll talk with the members this week. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to see because, you know, like a day ago, a watch party of the Minnesota game sounded really fun. And now I don't know if I want to watch Casey or uh, Logan Smothers or Chubba Purdy try to throw the ball around the football field. (laughs) Do it in all caps. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, I'll pay more. more. We did. Speaking of. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a little love to and, and look, this is not me goading people into doing this. But uh, well, I guess I don't. Maybe should I give this person Jack? One of our 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 patrons edited their pledge and they upped it to a, a dollar amount that we actually don't even have set. They 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 went well above what that. they should are. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, so cool. you didn't have to, have to do that. that. It's very that's kind. Very cool. Um. I wonder why. So yeah, if you want to pay more for a watch party, I mean, I I guess it's literally allowed on Patreon. So I All guess right, you could. The original, the initial response, at least in in the public room, is that people still want it. Okay, but well, we'll talk- all right. We're doing a watch party. It's we'll- eleven a.m. game. We'll be done. Hey, Jack, it. we'll be done with our days by two thirty. There you Let's go. Let's discuss it with the members on Monday night and just confirm it then. Uh, okay. Josh and I'll oh, be I can back. Literally, in- hear Riss in the background yelling, "Do it." <laughs> That's what she said. Do That's it. literally what she said. Do it. Do, Do it. it. That's what she said. Uh, That's what she said. Hey, guys, if oh, Michigan just freaking picked off Michigan State. To ah, their one ah, last chance of scoring. Oh, screw oh. you, Michigan State. Um, ah, Josh says, how can it be worse than the replay of the 2019 Northwestern game? That game was horrible. Why the hell did we do that? That game fucking sucked, man. Was, was that the one we just got? We're mad was, the whole time. Like, God, why the hell did we pick this stupid ass game? Kind Husker, or the or the eighty eight Oklahoma game where we kept waiting for Charles Thompson to break his leg because I couldn't remember where it was in the game. Well, the part that <laughs> remember we did the double header and it wasn't even recorded, so like we couldn't even put it out. That was a good pod. I know, I know. We can redo those. Oh, now I know how to record things without screwing them up. I probably. Oh, that's good. That's well, good. Listen, we figured those are the it out. Early Three days in. of the I eighty club. The, yeah. The technique problems era God, the of summer the days club, circa august september uh a hen asks and and this is good so we can do this for for the folks that are joining us late a hen yes. asks what's the schedule all right a hen so here's what we normally this is what we normally do and it will change when basketball season arrives Ooh. we're still in the planning Ooh. stages on what we're going to do but normally patrons get three podcasts a week um live you can join us in the discord we do a saturday morning coffee show we Usually, just talk a lot of Huskers and then we preview what we're. We had an all timer. We had an all timer yeah. that's completely outdated. This God, morning. this morning it was, one was of my so much fun. Shows ever. 
it was so much it's fun. A pile of worthless information. If you want to laugh a lot, if you want to laugh a lot, this morning's very funny. So we do that nine thirty to about ten thirty or so. And then we're back normally on Saturday nights like this, and we do reactions. We talk about the game. Sometimes we react to other games that are happening. And then we do a Monday night show every Monday night at halftime of Monday Night Football, and we do that. And uh, in bye weeks, sometimes we do different shows. Sometimes we do Sunday stuff. Basketball season will be different. We do big, uh, Be Kind Husker Rewind. Oh, that's mainly an off-season show, but we'll, we'll do that at, at various points throughout basketball, I would imagine, at some point. Um, so, yeah, three shows a week. Yes. It's usually three-plus hours of content. M- Sorry, Josh, there's going to be more. I would say there will be more content once basketball and football start going simultaneously. Yeah. Fair to say. And, yeah, and if you miss stuff live, um, we you get a private uh, podcast feed, and you can listen to everything that we do essentially immediately after it's done so every everything is available for you if you don't yeah if you don't care about the discord you just want it in podcast you can do that too yeah <laughs> and matt says again i feel like i derailed this morning's show right off the bat yeah <laughs> his comment woman well, yeah yeah by the way that picture of uh, josh that- says thanks guys always feel better after these hey hey we do what we can we do what we can i learned today that every hour Man, one of these days I should do one immediately after the game because I am in a I'm in a way better place right now than I was right after the Good. game. Good. I am despondent Good. after the game. I really yeah. am. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I am despondent and I was I can't again Jack, after this I game. cannot imagine and and I hope she's not listening. I cannot imagine having to record a podcast after Dallas lost to Philadelphia. I would have I I mean I would have sat and not said a word. So I understand. Yeah. I understand how you feel. Yeah. I just got to say I talked this. a lot about this game today. Matt Mavs. Yeah, I bet you have. Matt, here's something completely different. Matt Mavs guy, who's the one who opposed the scenario about Mickey Joseph we freaked out about this morning. In his picture, he looks like Stibbs to me. So every time I see it, I think it's Stibbs. Oh, my gosh. It kind of <laughs> does. Yeah. Which is what? Wait, is Stibbs never coming in here? Yeah. Also, pressure people and other people in the media. Yeah, I'm going to text him right now. We, we made Happer. He's a red on here. He's never come in. Stibbs is a red on here that we're, we're referring to the color of people's names, uh, friends of the show. I made a bunch of reds of media members and they never come in. It's sad. sad. They could join well, us. John literally couldn't figure out how to do John it. John couldn't. We don't. I don't know that the, the discord is just not going to be his cup of tea. Yeah. No, he's old. All right. Uh, Brandon says by subscribing, you can listen to podcast live, have input by chatting and asking questions during recording podcast available instantly afterwards. Live watch parties have been super fun. That's my fave. But the best thing is just a way cooler community than social media. And we're supporting creators that we respect and hopefully keeping each other sane. God, he marketed a hell of a lot better than either either of us did there, Josh. Yeah, that was very nice, Brendan. Thank, Thank you, you, Brendan. I'm going to copy and mm-hmm. paste that somewhere. Mm-hmm. All right. Are we wrapping? Any yeah, other thoughts? Wrap. Anybody else want to say anything? Yeah. Josh, I've Josh said a lot has a today. few more shows to do. Yeah, seriously. God. Is there anything left I, to watch? I, I am. So, I'm just gonna sit on my couch and zone out. I cannot wait. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna talk. Well, I'm probably gonna talk to her, but I'm not gonna talk to anybody else today. No more talking. I'm done talking. Uh, is there anything worth watching games wise now? Is are they? Uh, all this was good it, right? Question. Tennessee rolled. Is that over? Dude, they're they are fucking good, man. They are really. I like really their good. Halloween uniforms tonight. They were spooky. They are really good. What do we got tonight? Do we got any? Ole Yo, Miss is. Packed oh, packed Ole Miss well. is up by ten. <laughs> Lane train is back. Yes. Oh man, fire Jimbo. Do it. Come on, Texas A&M. Oh my gosh, I got to get to that. 
Trev, oh, call Lane Train tonight. That'll, oh. get, that'll get me back in a good mood quickly. Oh, if man. Lane Train enters the chat again. Oh, man. I gotta That's find great. That game. Where is that? And there's some West Coast football on. Yeah. Sorry, Jordan, I apologize for the F words. My, my bad. No more F words. Yeah. Jeez, come on. Please. Um. All right. Oh, 21. Oh, it's over. Yeah, there's a minute 50 left. And A&M has the, the uh, A&M game? Yeah. God, that is so funny. Oh, my gosh. Ole Miss has the best uniforms in football. It isn't even. Are they wearing the wait, baby wait. blue helmets tonight? Yes. Ole Miss and Tulane. You can, you can have every other uniform in all of football. I take those two. That's it. Man. Yeah, those are good. I have a Tulane hoodie. Do you? Right. Yeah, light blue. Very good. And Very good. that makes me remind – sorry, as we're doing all these other things. Uh, I think yeah. we got another deal coming up on our merch shop. Yes, public. We have a merch shop for this. Oh, yeah, you can support us in the merch shop. Uh, I see on Spreadshirt it just says there's a 20% off everything redeem code now right at the top of the thing. So uh, tr check that out. But we got the big one, the big sale coming up Black Friday, 35% off. Buy a shirt, buy a mug, buy, buy whatever you want. It'd be weird. I don't really expect you to if you just came in tonight and saw it for the first time. You'd have to really like it, but just just telling you. I my did see a comment, Jack, by the way, uh, that Connor said that the watch party should be for coffee mug owners only. So that's <laughs> Wait, that's I don't have a coffee mug, idea. so do I even get to be a part of it? Uh, I, I think so. You're I a founder. With the pint You're a founder. Oh, and by the way, if uh, as as we are are about ready to say goodbye, if you become a patron, first of all, we'd appreciate it. If you do the five dollar tier, you are first in line for any of the watch parties yes, for the live that's game. That's good point. So, what you have that's the difference. Like that's one of the differences between the three and the five dollar tier. That's probably the most notable one right now. There are some other ones, but they haven't really come into play that much. But you're right. We only have a limit when we do when we share screens and we put video of games up on screens. We have a limit of twenty five people. So mm -hmm. as of right now, we haven't oversold any of them, so to speak. But if we ever do, uh, the the $5 donators will get first dibs. Uh, Mississippi's going to have a player kicked out of the game here, I think, too. Ha! Awesome. <laughs> with a roughing with a roughing penalty. All right, we awesome. are having a hard time actually closing. So I'm going to finish the podcast, turn the podcast off now. Goodbye, podcasters. Thank you for joining Bye. us. Bye-bye.